RadioInfluence.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. And today I'm joined by a very dear friend of mine, Mr. Frank Scatino. Frank, how are you? Oh, fine. Thank you. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing good. Actually, I was just thinking about all the food at Cafe Chibo just now, and I'm getting really hungry, so I cannot wait to go have lunch over there soon. (laughs) Oh, good. We're we're there every day. Now, it's really funny. So a couple of weeks ago, or the last time I was there, I did a couple of fun pictures with the bread and the famous dipping sauce, which is otherwise known as the crack sauce. And I can't tell you how many people messaged me and said, where is this place? Because Sometimes people don't think to look up Cafe Chibo and see where it's at. But um, I did have a couple of friends of mine that went and they immediately reached out to me and said, Tracy, this is such a hidden gem. We never knew about Cafe Chibo, but they live in Tampa. So I understand that. But yeah, I mean, you've been open for quite some time and you have quite a following, I must say. Well, we've been there 23 years, Tracy. And yes, it's a, it's a small place. It's a, I mean, you, you don't think of it as a it's just a, a you know a, a little place right on the corner there and on fourth street but um yeah we've been there 23 years and uh it, it's busy it's a busy little place well that that to me you know that's what makes it so special and i think i kind of shared with you confidentially that a couple of weeks ago i was invited to a restaurant up the street from you And as soon as I walked in, it just, it didn't have the feel. Like when you walk into Cafe Chibo, you automatically feel comfort. You feel, I don't know, I feel at home and at peace and just, it's very welcoming. And I went to this other place, didn't have any of that. And unfortunately, the food was, and I I don't ever like to say anything bad, but the food was just not, not good. (laughs) And, um... The only thing that saved my experience was the server. He was just fantastic and really made my friend and I feel at home. But Cafe Chibo is just, it's like family. Um, You have a wonderful staff and when you're there, the place is just electric. And, you know, I mean, what is your secret to to everything? I mean, you just, you have that magic touch, as they say. Well, you know what? I I wouldn't consider it a magic touch. It's good food (laughs) at a good price and and a, in a cool little place with, with a good service. That's, that's the secret to, that's what I've always said has been the secret to the restaurant business. You know, if it's a good clean place and and the the service is good and the food is good at a reasonable price, it's just a winner. It's just a win-win for everybody. (laughs) People want to feel like they have a value, you know, Mm -hmm. value. And, and a lot of people are, you know, lately things that have really been about money, but when they taste something that just tastes so good, they're like, the money doesn't really apply. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. And, it's all good. And that it's bread, good. I'm not even going to say the word, that effing bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, yeah, though. the bread and the crack sauce. The crack sauce is what does it. You can have any bread. You can stick a, 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 shoe, a shoe sole in the bread that would be, I mean, in the um, dipping sauce and it would be good. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I just, um, every time I go there, it's my weakness and I have to try to refrain myself, but I can't. I mean, it's just there staring at me and it's so tempting and it is just one of the most incredible things I've ever put into my mouth. And that's why I'm looking forward, Frank, to the next time I'm in there because yeah. I need to take a gallon of that stuff home you with know, me. It's, it's funny. It's 
funny you say that because people tell me, oh, I haven't been able to come in because I'm on a diet. And I said, well, wait a minute. We sell salads. We sell grilled chicken. We sell, you know, light dishes. We sell a lot of light. That's mm-hmm. not it. It's the bread and the sauce when it comes out. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. You tell them not to bring it out, I tell them. And they say, no, we can't do that. You can't. It's like sacrilege. You have to have it. It's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to say. I know. You know how much I love pizza. If I had to choose for a last meal between your bread and the crack sauce or pizza, I would go with the bread and crack sauce. It's that good. I love well, it. Just that's letting you how know. the sauce came about. The crack sauce came about because of pizza. Really? That you never was, told me uh, that. Many, many, many. Yeah, the story was many years ago. I used to live in Baltimore. And um, we had a pizzeria. And I was, I was probably 20 years old. So this was like 100 years ago. Anyway, there was a Papa John's that opened up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Papa John's opened up in the neighborhood. It was the first Papa John's we had seen. And they started hurting our business. And everybody's like, well, they come up with this like uh, garlic butter that you dip your bread in, that you dip your crust in when you're when you're down to the crust. Mm-hmm. And so I, I devised the crack sauce for originally for pizza crust. Mm-hmm. And that's how it started. Well, it worked. You know, I actually save my pizza crust and I give it to my dog. That's probably why he looks like a manatee right now, but I'm just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think you're supposed to give them bread. Well, they always, I always was told pizza crust is okay. He just can't have all the cheese and pepperoni. But, you know, my daughter always accidentally drops a slice and he devours it. But that that's a whole nother, mm-hmm. a whole other topic. So mm-hmm. I, no, I, know. I know, right? So you have some exciting things to share about Cafe Chibo, which is, you know, for those of you listening that are not familiar, Cafe Chibo is on 4th Street North, not too far from Gandhi. Um, Just a great place. I highly recommend it. You can go to my Instagram and um, I'm actually going to share a link to their website so you can look at their menu. Just click on that. But you guys are going to be expanding into another location. And I'm excited about that. Well, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, we're, we're only going a block north. We're moving a block north, but um, due to the fact that we need more space and we, we're constantly getting yelled at from customers that we don't have enough space, we're going <laughs> to move into a bigger building. Right. And um, we are going to um, add a, a full bar to our establishment. Mm. So we are going to, and we're also going to add, we're going to add steaks to our menu. Um which I've always been a big fan of. I've always had a, I grew up as a butcher's son. So uh, my first job was always working in the butcher shop. So um, yeah, I always love, love cooking meats and steaks and we're going to add steaks to our menu and uh, we're going to move one block north and, and it's, it's a, it's a little ways away still because we have a lot of, a lot of things to, a lot of hurdles to jump. It's not an easy thing when you have to start from scratch again because you have to, um, you know, permits and time is just moves very slowly. It seems like until the construction starts and then it'll move quicker. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're going to be at 8901. So it's only one block north. That's even closer for me to drive. To where we're at now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's... Yeah, <laughs> one block north, right. Instead of 
Just a little yeah, bit closer, really. just like seconds closer to getting my yeah. crack sauce. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah, it, it, one intersection. Exactly. It's one less light I have to sit through, but, um, no, I've actually been, <laughs> I've been talking to a lot of uh, restaurant owners lately and, you know, I understand like it's, it's never as easy as it sounds. I mean, it's so much work that goes into it and there's always delays and everything. And I know, I don't know if you've experienced it, but like supply mm-hmm. issues right now, um, I had a friend. Yeah, well, well, I'm, I'm sure I'll run into it because we are, I'm understanding that there's uh, things on new equipment that I'm right. looking for buying new equipment. And I understand that there are delays. I don't know what the, what kind of delays we're going to be um, foreseeing, but um, I'm sure I'm going to run in a few, run into a few. So right. uh, who knows? Stand by. It'll happen. It's uh, probably, you know, uh, less than a year away. Okay. I, I'm definitely looking forward so. to it. Well, yeah, in, in my industry, um, which is more of a fast food concept, but we're always dealing with uh, shortages on truck drivers. And there's so many times when the trucks are delayed, just it's, it's incredible, like by a day or two, just because they don't have enough drivers. And yeah. that's a whole other topic, but I, I deal with that on a daily basis, just staffing. I mean, it's just, it's hard because it just seems like nobody wants to work and I don't understand what they're yeah, doing. I don't get that either. I don't understand why people aren't working again, why they aren't coming back to work like they they were before. I, I don't get it. And how does that, I don't understand. I mean, I, I know the federal the federal money stopped, so I know that that's not still happening. You're not still getting the unemployment money. So I don't know why there's a shortage of workers. I don't understand it. Well, it's funny because I've actually been doing a lot of research on it and because it drives me crazy. I have never in my entire life collected unemployment. So I don't understand how it really works. But what I do know is that you have to show proof that you're actively looking for work. And I was wondering if I could maybe, um, because I'll have people that say they want to come in for an interview and they just don't show up. It happens all the time. So I'm wondering if they're just showing like, look, I applied, I had an interview, but I didn't get the job. So I'm wondering if there's a way I can contact some of these agencies. Like, hey, this is a list of people that didn't show up. Because <laughs> I don't know, there's got to be a way. I'm trying to figure that out. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyways. And so now. Well, they just got to stop it. It's just going to stop it. That's all. I wish they would. It would make my life you know, easier. Yeah, because. <laughs> To say that they they applied and they didn't get it, that's not true. There's so many jobs available. I know. They just have to stop it. You just have to go find one. That's all. <laughs> Back in the old days, that's all it was. You had to go find a job and you did. I, I know. I remember when I was much younger <laughs> and applying when I first moved to Tampa and um, you know, I was applying for different jobs and I ended up getting very lucky. Um <laughs> I had only been in Tampa about eight hours. Remember, I got here at like five o'clock in the morning and by noon I was out looking for a job because, you know, coming from California to Tampa was a big adjustment for me. And I went to a very well-known restaurant in South Tampa, walked in, asked the bartender if I could get an application. And she's like, we're not hiring. And said, okay. So I walked out the door. Next thing I know, she's calling me back in. And I guess the owner wanted to talk to me and he goes, I know you from somewhere. I go, well, that that's impossible because I, I just moved to Tampa today. He goes, no, no, no. Where'd you come from? It turns out he remembered me from um, San Jose, California. Him and his wife were living out there for his job and their son was a big hockey fan and they used to go to watch the San Jose Sharks play. And I worked inside a lounge of a hotel as a bartender. 
And he goes, I remember you. We no always, kidding. yeah, it was crazy. He goes, <laughs> he goes, you busted ass. You were so fast. And he hired me right then and there. And um, yeah, it was a great, <laughs> no kidding. yeah, it's small world. I yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, world. Definitely meant to be, but yes, I, um, those were the good old days. I used to make really good money and tips when I first moved to Tampa. It was incredible. I would give, I would go back to that if I could, if I could make the kind of money I did back then. How long ago did you move? How long ago did you move to Tampa? 2003. Um, actually, yeah, my anniversary is coming up um, in May. Yeah, well, I think May. Okay, so about 18 years ago, right? 19, right? No. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm so, 19, 19, yeah. Oh my gosh. 19 years ago. I know. And now I have a 16-year-old and a 13-year-old. It's crazy. <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. Definitely. So now, um, <laughs> once you guys relocate to the new location, you'll be taking the existing and you're going to do something else with that, right? Can't wait. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I said with the um, with the current location, it- you'll be doing something different with that once you relocate to the other spot. Well, yeah, I'm working on a few different concepts, but I'm... Yeah, okay. I, I'm working on a few different things. Well, we'll just, we'll wait. I can't wait. I know Nothing's what, written in stone yet. Nothing's written in stone yet. <laughs> no, it'll be great. And also, so one thing I wanted to share with everyone listening, because, you know, you and I have talked about this. So you guys do, you have a fantastic just selection for lunch. And I wanted to kind of talk with you a little bit about that because like, at least for me, I always think, okay, something quick and easy, but you guys actually have such a great, a great little menu for, for lunch. And it's, it's very convenient yeah, and quick and easy. Have, we have a, yeah, we have a, uh, like an express lunch. So you pick a pasta, you pick a, sa- a sauce and, uh, you know, and you pick a vegetable and we, we put it together for you. And that's a, uh, you know, it's like ten ninety five, and it's just a quick and easy way of getting a good little lunch, a little pasta lunch. Uh, we have salads. We have a lot of different salads and chicken dishes and we have some good sandwiches. You know, not have a, we don't have a big, big um, uh, sandwich selection, but we have uh, about six or seven pretty good sandwiches. Oh, you know, concerning the meatballs and the sausages and the, yeah. Well, I love, um, just the express lunch for pasta. I mean, it's been a while since I've, I've had it. Cause I, I seem to go there in the evening because, you know, I always want my, you know, my favorite, <laughs> my pineal porto. That's just my, I can't get enough of that sauce. That's my favorite, but it really is such a good deal and you get a lot of food. Um, I was with a friend of mine two weeks ago, we went to lunch somewhere in Tampa and we just had tacos. And just for the two of us, we each had two tacos and a soda. And I think we had some chips it was like almost $50 and we were still hungry after I couldn't believe it. I was like, we just paid $50 for four tacos. <laughs> it was insane. Oh my God. That's expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's expensive. Yeah. It just depends on where you're at, but you guys, but again, did you, did you, what's did that? You, did you love those tacos? You know, did you love those tacos or was they, the money more, 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 um, remember, memorable than the, than the, see if the, if the bill is more memorable than the food, then there's an issue. 
The, the bill was more memorable. You understand what I mean? Yeah, no, no, no. Because see, I will, if I have something yeah, that's, food. yeah, if I have something fantastic, I don't ever put a price on it because, you know, like I would pay $100 for your bread and crop sauce. Just saying, don't charge me $100 though when I come in <laughs> well, for that. That's, well, that's what I get, that's what I'm getting at. When when the <laughs> money becomes more important than the food and the reason why you went to this restaurant, well then, you know, you're going to remember that and you're probably not going to go back. You might, but you you know it's going to be questionable. It's yeah. just, if the money is, is the bill is more memorable than the food, then there's a problem. Well, and again, this wasn't even an actual restaurant. This was a stand that was surrounded by other places where you just go up and order, and then you get a tray and go pick a seat. So that was the other thing. It wasn't oh. even full service, but yeah, I think they charged, and I can't even remember. But I want to say four ninety five for a can of Coke Zero. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a little it. bit much. But I understand mm-hmm. things are going up. Labor, I get it. But still, at the same time, it's like okay, I would have, I would have skipped that. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah. Well, um, I am. I'm super excited to come in for lunch, and uh, I'm going to be doing a fun little video. And we need to do another sausage making video, Frank. Whenever you're ready for it. that was fun yes we will that was fun yeah we we had some good times during covid we got creative (laughs) (laughs) well uh you know what at the new restaurant i may have more space i may be doing making more maybe get a little more creative with some sausages and make some different ones you know, I stick with the traditional sausages, but I have such small space where I'm at. I really don't have the room to do lots, but I, I think I'll, I will have more room and more things. Yeah. Yes. And I, I definitely need a cannoli. I, <laughs> I was at a restaurant the other night for a work dinner. <laughs> no, and I was laughing because they, um, it was actually seasons 52 and I hadn't been there in a while and they have those little mini desserts and there was a group of seven of us. And I think we were all being conservative because we were, we were with our boss from Dallas and I, I'm sorry, I can eat three of those desserts, but I didn't want to be that girl. So I'm like, all right, I'll just pick one. But they had this little dessert with a cannoli in it. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to wait till I go to Cafe Chivo and get a real big giant cannoli. because Those are so good. <laughs> I love, love cannolis. Well, well, cannolis are uh, a good, we make uh, our own cannolis, we make our own tiramisu, and we make our own chocolate mousse cake. That's another, that's, so see, our that's... three desserts for... Well, tiramisu is my yeah, other the only, weakness. Um, the only dessert I don't, the only dessert we don't make is our limoncello cake, mm-hmm. because I tried to make it, but it's not as good as this one I have to buy, so I just buy it. Yeah. I'm giving out secrets here now. Because no, okay. it's it's okay. No, trust me, I'm it's fine. <laughs> but your, your tiramisu is phenomenal. <laughs> It really is. And I wish you were going to be in town this weekend for the Italian festival in Ivor. Um, it would be fun to hang out with you there, but I'm, I'm really excited about it. And for those of you that aren't familiar, it's in Ivor city. It's a two day event. They have bocce and Bellini's on Saturday. And so Frank, you ever play bocce? I have in the past. I haven't played lately, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I used to play quite a bit on the, Back in the days when, when all my uncles and father and everybody would get together and we would play in the backyard. But, of course, I uh, haven't done that for a long time. Well, but, uh, it's I, been fun. Yeah, it's been, it's been a few. I actually played about six weeks ago. 
But back in California, I remember my dad was on, they had a league and they played all the time. And that's kind of how I learned. And then I used to love to go into San Francisco and there's this one park where it was actually really funny. They'd have all the old Italian guys with their cigars, you know, playing bocce. And then there was actually nuns that would come out wearing their habits. And that used to be my favorite thing to do. And I just, I don't know if they still do it, but I wish Instagram existed back in those days because those would have been some fantastic photos. (laughs) I, um, I plan on, um, playing some bocce on Saturday and just wait till everyone sees the shirt that I got. Cause I'm known for my funny shirts. It's, this is going to be a classic. So I'm, I'm excited to um, challenge some people to bocce. Cause I think, I think I'm pretty good, but you never know. I'm sure someone will make me feel otherwise, but it's always good to try. We'll so that's, the, that's this week then. Yes. This weekend. So Sat- I know you're going to be in Kansas city. Yes, I'm doing a little bit of a, a can- culinary tour of Kansas City. I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. I'm. I've always wanted to go there. I've only yeah, been to I the know. airport. <laughs> no, I'm going to be doing a. You know, I've got a, a bunch of reservations made for like six or seven different high-end restaurants. Some Italian, some steakhouses, and some. Uh, and some barbecue places. Of course, you got to do the barbecue. Yes. Well, send me some pictures. And <clears throat> while you're enjoying barbecue, I'll be tossing balls. <laughs> you know, yeah, you'll be you'll be enjoying some of the food down there at the Ebor City. I'm sure that'll be a fun day. Yeah, yeah. And um, on Sunday they have a a wine event. So I'm going to be going to that at the Italian club. Um, I haven't been to this event in probably eight years. They always do a really good job. So they have, um, they feature primarily Italian wines and they have some California wines and they do a really good job because everyone there is just, you know, they're, they're so educated on the wines and I, I enjoy that. I love it when I'm trying a wine and I can really, I hear the history behind it and the story of the winemaker to me, it just takes it to another level, and I really enjoy those experiences. So I'm, I'm excited, and if I have any good ones, I'll definitely share them with you. I'm sure you've probably tried most of them. <laughs> yeah, it should be a good time. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit of wine. It's well, all good. I know. Wine is wonderful. Even if it's not that bad. <laughs> well, Frank, thank you again. Definitely send me some pictures of your trip. I can't wait to see everything, and I'll see you in a couple of days for lunch. And you guys can find Cafe Chibo on, on Facebook and you can also find them on Instagram at Cafe Chibo St. Pete. And if you're interested in going to the Italian festival, head to my Instagram at Tracy Forks Around Town. I do have a link where you can purchase tickets for the wine event. I'll be there for both days. I hope to see you. And you just you gotta go, if anything, to laugh at me and my funny shirts. I'll be I'll be wearing those two days. So anyway, thank you, Frank. Enjoy your weekend. And thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget a new episode comes out every Friday on radioinfluence.com or wherever else you like to go to download and listen to your favorite podcasts. This is a live bold and boss up quick fix on radio influence. Guess what? We are live at the women's conference of Florida. We're actually honored to be the podcast sponsors first ever of the women's conference of florida and we get to chat with the morning keynote speaker erica dewan who is named by thinkers 50 as oprah of management thinkers she also authors two books 
get big things done and the power of connectional intelligence and digital body language, which Steph and I got a copy of and signed by Erica. We're so excited to dive in. She was amazing on stage this morning. She really gets you thinking about, you know, digital connection, right? Distance in the workplace and really creating that cultural connectivity and understanding. She's rated number one from the top women keynote speaker in 2022. So you can imagine how that speech was. She was amazing. She got us up and dancing and everything. And she's been really appearing frequently on Harvard Business Review, Forbes, uh, Fast Company, Huffington Post. She's really out there. We're so excited to have her. She actually had her po- her own podcast as well. Um, so please enjoy. Sorry for the noise because we are live at the conference, but enjoy the conversation, guys. Live Bold and Boss Up with Stephanie Marchese and Ashley Jiraki can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. 